Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Here's your host, Chris, here with Ro and Brandon joining us. And we are here to review uh, the 2021 Candyman, uh, directed by Nina DaCosta. It's uh, got um, screenplay and um, produced with Jordan Peele. Uh, and um, yeah, let's jump right into this. So what do you guys think? I need not to go first. You need not to go first? Yeah. Um, so I think it's I think it's a very well shot film. I think it does some great things with camera with cameras. Um I think it <laughs> I think there was like a tagline associated with it or something like that. Like and it pretty much lives up to that tagline. But um um, I feel like it's kind of dry at moments, and I also feel like it's censored for some weird reason. I feel like they showed, I think they did a lot of things like makeup and stuff that looked really good, and then I think when it came down to the actual candy manning, that it was very censored. And I, I kind of thought that more of this story would be focused. I guess is it is it Yaya? I want to make sure I'm saying his name right. What That's is, his how name. You, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted. To, I thought more of the film would actually be focused on him and what's happening to his character, but it seemed that more of it was actually focused on the lore of Candyman and um, what's the actor? Is it Domingo? Coleman that, Domingo. Coleman. It's like I didn't. I didn't think he would play such a big, a, as big a role as he did in this. So at times I felt like while the while the film was shot very well, the story itself wasn't necessarily fully in focus. But I would like to watch it again. That that's where I'm at right now. Bro. I'm mad. Um I got mad at 39 minutes in and stayed mad to the end. I love the Candyman. It's one of my favorite m- movies. It's one of my favorite urban legends. I mean, do I have to explain why? And this movie took everything that is deeply resonating and makes Candyman in and of itself a cult classic and makes it a movie that has a lens that speaks to a perspective that very frequently isn't in the forefront and gives it very shallow lip service and wastes all of the women entirely and it wastes chicago which is weird if you want to go back and reset the movie as 1977 cabrini green and then coming forward to present day and i don't know who this movie was for i have spent uh the last two and a half hours trying to figure that out and i don't know what the point was and i sort of feel like the most interesting and compelling parts of this movie are all the shadow puppetry yeah it's i had mixed feelings about this film too it's it's a it's a beautifully shot film it's a film that i think a lot of people are actually gonna like but i didn't hate it but i also didn't love it but i also feel like it it's another one of those films that oddly feels too short 
because they don't know what story you're trying to tell. There's Candyman is almost secondary to whatever story they're trying to tell. And there's a lot of lore here that never really kind of gets explored. It's that thing that happens with we where we talk about this all the time with, 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 with horror films where it wastes good lore because it never really yeah. tries to go into it, right? And yeah. so it's all a bunch of surface stuff on there. And again, on the surface, everything it checks all the boxes, but it feels kind of hollow. And then you get I the mean, end, I, and then you get the end, and I'm like, well, the end is good, but almost unearned. Actually, not even franchise. almost. It's, it's it is unearned. Like it's completely unearned, and I agree with it, you. B. It, this is they fr- they're franchise baiting. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think it did two things. I think the ending is we know our audience is black, so we have to do this, mm-hmm. and also franchise. Yeah, because I'm, make- mm, I'm making a face. Yeah, like I like I actually checked, I checked, I checked the I I was watching the film and I'm I'm trying to figure I'm trying to get my words together, but I was watching the film right and I paused it because at a certain point I went, it feels like this is the end. How much time is left? And I saw that it was like 15 minutes left, and I was like, wow. Um, so yeah, uh, but like it's missing like the meat. I don't know. I maybe I don't. I'm not vegan, so for some people, I'm sure this is gonna be that'll be fine. But for me, I was just kind of like, I don't know, man. It tastes like soy. It it, it just it it certain elements and they're, like they present the lore right, and I like the lore. It, it it they they just like 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 Chris said they present this surface level lore right, and I'm like, okay, cool. But when they explain what happened to the last. Candyman, I was kind of like, okay, but why? Uh, uh, just cause? Like, just cause of shit Black Lives Matter marches for? Like, that's why? Is that why? Because it doesn't, the lore of it doesn't make sense. And then there's a point where they completely flipped the lore. And I was like, listen, I know sometimes when we tell the stories, like, it's like playing telephone, but that's so off and it's so interesting that like no one else knows this or is i think i think because they limited the amount of black voices they were able to skirt by (laughs) with a aha moment in the film that comes from probably one of the best scenes best acted scenes um from uh, I, I cannot remember the actress's name from Soul Food and from Vanessa Williams the, from the original Candyman. I knew her. I thought her name was Vanessa, but I didn't want to fuck it up and say Vanessa. Like, yeah, and, and again, bro, I've wasted. never seen the original Candyman. But like, I know this is going to shock you. Never seen it. But she's wasted. Never. She's completely wasted in that scene because when they finally give you, like, the the problem. <sighs> I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this because it's kind of some of the same problems I had with. Not uh, let me just say this. this is way better than this. Not the same thing as trauma porn and things like that, like them. But it's the same problem I had with them on the surface, where it's like it's checking certain boxes to get the the Twitter like in the social media, like oh yeah, it was great. But you're like, but no, 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 no. But seriously, like you do realize that all the best things, like were, like you said, were shadow puppets. We didn't actually like that's like everything that should have been mattered. And if this is a horror film. 
everything that should have been in a horror film that would have been a great horror film is yada yada through shadow puppets uh, and i'm like so i'm like like that's the film though like what this film should be on we spend too much time hearing from um brianna's uh, i guess brother and his gay boyfriend just to say that we have gay characters in the film and i'm like but if you think about it that was wasted time because we do nothing with those characters like it actually, doesn't matter see- that that's the first place where I actually kind of was like, okay, they're going to do this because this movie is completely soulless, but Mm. just, just speaking to the two characters who they have there and the way that they bring them in, they're the vehicle for the conversations that people are kind of over, oversimplifying now. And Mm -hmm. I get why they had that conversation come in the door about gentrification, the changing of the neighborhood and how we look at relationships. And I thought it was really smart and savvy to have that be a same sex couple, also a mixed race couple introducing that conversation. But then they didn't go anywhere. with it. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's what I'm saying. It's like you're wasting you. You don't do anything with it and you don't tie it anywhere back to your main character, which (laughs) kind of your main character and his connection to Candyman. what you're trying to do with that character. Like, it's just like, it's everything surface. Like, I, I get why people like this film. I, I'm I not even saying, I'm not even saying why I, I, I'm not even saying I don't like it. I'm just saying like, there's a, so much better film in here that just never got, like, it's like you said, it's so surface. It's there are like, five I, good films in here and they didn't make any of them. I think they're <laughs> catering to the audience that they know it's is going coming to, get, to see. I'm going to see this film, and here's and here's my thing. This is what this is why we have to stop doing this, but we won't because we're so happy to have black on screen that we will just support it. Like I saw someone say, "I'm going to let Marlon Wayne stand up playing the background to give him support." Why? It's fucking garbage, and I feel that way, kind of when we start talking about other films and other shows and stuff that are for us. And what we will accept. And this is going to be a film that a lot of people are going to go see because Yaya and because Nia DaCosta and because of Monkey Paw. And I I want to support all three of those things. But my problem here is like Ro and like you and uh, I'm going to say this now. This should have been better. Like there's no reason that this film should have been better. And appropriately, I think saying they Yaya Yaya this film is like god damn it they really took this man's face and went we're gonna get people in the theaters because of Watchmen, and they're not lying that's why a lot of people are going to see this so i'm curious to see what the but see that's not true i'm that's that's not actually that's that's not the only reason why people will go see this and that's not the only that's not the audience necessarily just the audience they serve like the only reason okay but 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 I, I do agree with your statement that there's no reason this movie isn't better because the main storyline is well acted with with the exception of the fact there's zero chemistry between uh, Tim uh, Paris and Yaya. And I, how that happens, I don't know. Um, I didn't but, understand thing, but it I, I, I like I don't understand. But that that's the thing. It's like this movie never, ever stops being its parts. It's never greater than the sum of its parts. And because none of its parts, like you were saying. Both of you said they don't necessarily connect anything. Like I didn't think that the 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 energy that was coming in the room from the same sex couple, who's also um, a- Alan, or is it Anthony? Anthony, mm-hmm. his his partner, 
is that's her brother. I thought that should have tied no, no, back. Anthony, that's Anthony, opening... Anthony is uh, Yael's character. Right. And her, so her, her his her partner bro- brother is the um plays the the I can't remember his name right now. Troy. Because I'm all um thank you. He's all I'm discombobulated. Uh he plays he should have connected to Cabrini Green and Chicago, especially if they were gonna have him be like when you see part from the trailer, because I know we're trying not to spoil that that moment, that scene, that's one of the things where you kind of get this idea the opening of the door uh to um the lore and the folklore. That should have connected back to Chicago. It should have connected to uh peeling back the layers on this now gentrified Cabrini Green. And it didn't necessarily have to feed into what we then get later is uh, the more depth and angle on the main character. But Chicago has to be a character in the city. It's important for the first one. It's important to the folklore. And if what you're really trying to do is be a sledgehammer on some of these social issues, particularly Uh if you're going to have the name on the poster that you focus on be say it, and that all of the overtones and implications that can come from that, then you cannot leave the city of Chicago, the people of Chicago, and damn well Cabrini Green and its history out. You can't, and and it's not there. I don't know if if they they were on a limited shooting schedule, if they couldn't get permission to be places, but I, Chicago is barely in this movie. I feel like they had to have been, because there's another thing that Brandon said too that, I kind of thought so at one point as well. Because at one point I had a feeling and I had to remind myself, no, this is definitely R-rated because there's a scene where literally we watch a woman's throat get slit. But then there's another scene where I'm like, why did we cut away from that? And I really uh, wanted to see that scene. Right. And I'm like, there, there's a couple times in here where it's almost like, well, it, you you went violent on one half, but you don't. So then I started going like, well, was there a problem? Like, was there things they couldn't reshoot because of COVID or something like like? I I I, just, I have questions because if that's the case, then that would explain some of the things. Because uh, honestly, maybe maybe this but film is what way... explains not what what explains downplaying Tiana Paris's backstory, downplaying her well, role in the well, primary story, well, and then making her an anchor for one of the other social messages. Because this movie is supposed to be being modernized and speaking to the themes and speaking to the places where people are sitting now, and it's not just Black Lives Matter. But one of the messages you get out of this, and the correlation is, you know, from the trailer that he's an artist. And that she's involved in the art world, and that, and you I, get some of the. So here's the funny thing. I'm sorry to hate draw, but it just you saying this actually remind me. I completely forgot about the whole thing with her and her father. That's how. That's 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 how that's how that's 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 where that's where I get upset at this film because that there's a whole scene in there about her and her father that gives you more background on her character and what was her character on Brianna's character, and I'm like. Wait a minute. Wait, why do we you wh- but then you don't do anything with it. And I'm like, but why so they use go- it as a vehicle to give it an opportunity for Troy Cartwright to make a correlation and a connection that's a yada yada about what's actually going right. on with Anthony right. McCoy, aka Yaya Right, and, and, and that's disrespectful. Right. I don't and that, think they did it for that. I also think they, they did it to establish the whole like 
she her bleeding heart for this starving artist that pe- that her brother even calls no, that's what i mean that's yeah. what i mean that's that's that well, they tie yeah, all that together it, yeah. but then they open the door because they start giving us glimpses into what's happening with her life and what her trajectory is outside of her relationship to yaya and then they they flinch they turn away from it and they have these great moments that are this message and again it's an underserved message then they have the 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 things that are going on and the relationship between her um, and um, and Anthony and Anthony's mother and that dynamic and it's underserved and when you realize what that connection is and how it's being disrespected it makes it even worse I didn't dislike this movie I got angry at this movie because there's no reason this movie isn't better and and I get some of the look uh, the 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 cutaways they did with um the with the, the deaths. I, I feel like that's where you started to run into some of the weaknesses of the shots because some of them were great ideas, not properly executed. Um, yeah. uh, I also like some of the further away visuals where I don't know if it was a drone camera or if y'all really fully, they fully anchored up in the air, but some of those shots through the windows and offsetting from different building to building mm-hmm. um, were really super compelling, but they're less important and embedded in the story when you don't know because they never establish that that's happening where the old tower for Cabrini Green used to stand. And you need to know that. And as many times as they go back to the lore and retell it and then change it and then retell it and beat it with a dead horse, they kill it to the point to where you lose some of that importance. And you need to also know not just the connection they give you when it opens to what's really going on with the William Burke character, because he also connects back to Chicago. He also connects back to the lore. And if you're going to talk about what's happening and you want to kind of make this just, a, it's not supposed to be an exact sequel, but it's supposed to be a spiritual sequel. And there's some deep irony with how they want to play that. If that's the way that you want to go and you want to kind of come from this lineage place, which quite frankly is what the franchise does because it's all based off a very short story called The Forbidden by Clive Barker. And they had to do a whole lot of extrapolating and stretching it all out of shape to get as many movies as they did. But even if you just want to get all the way back to the lore and to the anchor of the original, which is quite frankly, not something that's a surprise when you know that Tony Todd is cast in the movie, that you're eventually going to see Tony Todd's face as Daniel Robitaille. If you haven't properly set up for that, if you haven't properly anchored that, you lose, and I feel that they did, almost all of the impact of that very rushed third act. Because it yeah. should that should have happened, that should have started, that should have started no later than 35 minutes into I, the movie. I, I, I think... I, I don't say this often with films, but I found myself saying this more, and maybe this is a a product of COVID, but there's been a lot of films I've seen over the last year where I go, you could have used another 20, 30 minutes. They didn't need another 20, 30 minutes. They needed less writers. Well, I mean, that maybe you, you're right. So, so, so I give you, I can give you that row. I can give you, if you, if you wanted to make this on uh, 90 minutes, you could have made this a, a, a cut a lot of things out and made this a tight and, and, and refocus some things, narrow down what story you want to tell. Do you want to include, you know, uh, Brianna's, uh, the stories about Brianna's father? Do you want to, you know, tell more about Cabrini Greens? Do you want to tell more about what happened with uh, Yaz's ca- character, Anthony? I mean, you, but here's the problem. In 90 minutes, you can't tell all three. You, you, you're not going to be able to do that. You, you, I, I just I, don't. I dispute that. Um, it, you can do all of that if you know who you're talking to. 
and they weren't talking. I don't know who they're talking to. Okay, well maybe. Well maybe. I think they're talking to black audiences because there's a lot of shit in here that is just gonna be. Girl, yeah, yeah. I I was watching this. I was going. I know exactly who's gonna watch this and Mm go. Now it was deep, and he did this, and he did this, and I'm like, and I'm gonna be sitting and listening to those conversations, and I'm gonna. There's gonna be points where I can just pick holes in everything they're saying, so, but I'm going to have but, to keep myself from doing it because I'm going to sound fucking pretentious. You know what? I may have to put that hat on and no, own it because but, when, no, it, when but, it comes down to this for me, if you're going to come into a franchise that's got a character that's a cult classic character that actually has managed to have a message that resonates, that speaks to issues that have to do with Black people, and let's be real, the first Candyman, that was a damn accident. That movie grew on people and grew up to have it, and people came in and started talking about it, and it became a subject that got discussed from a Black perspective and looked at through a Black lens. So if you're going to come back to that and you want to pick up that and you're a Black person and you're saying you're talking to Black people, you don't get to but, do but, this. But no, but You no, don't but, get to do but, this. But, Ro, but Ro, so here's, there, there's two things. I yes. agree with Brandon on this. No, there's going to be, this is going to fall into a category of a lot of, like, with a lot of Black people and them. Like a lot of people are gonna like this film. It's speaking to them mm-hmm. because okay. you're coming you're coming to from the point of view of what you just said of the history of Candyman and knowing that. And the, also the background of horror. We've been down this road before. People but it's are, not even just on, that. This is on, me talking about if you're gonna this is Chicago. You don't get to disrespect Chicago like this. Okay. But hold on, Rope. No, no, bro. But what I'm saying is from your point of view, you're right. And I'm not saying you're wrong on that. You're right. But you know, but you know damn well. How many people don't yeah, need yeah, that don't don't yeah. need that level of death, right? Who are okay. going to and, and not only that, but remember what happens with a lot of films like this is people just go ahead and fill the gaps in. This is <laughs> not not to this level, but I'm going to use it as an example. This is the Zack Snyder effect, right? Where it's like, well, I'd have to put it in the film, but you know what I meant, right? It's going to be a lot of that with this film. But I'm with you. To me, when I look at it, this is an hour and there's an hour and thirty minutes. This is a film that honestly is rushed. I'm sorry, it just fucking is. There is so much depth that you could add into this film, especially with overall the story they are telling here is overall a good story if it was properly flushed out. This is not properly fleshed out. It just is not. There are too many things left up in the air when that third act comes. I'm looking at this film going like, huh, there's 20 minutes left? You're going to rush through all the rest of this in 20 minutes? Okay, and that's what they do. Down to the part of when <laughs> can't get into spoilers, but at the very end, and, and and something happens, and I'm just like, but that doesn't make any sense. That that wouldn't even. I mean, hey, listen, cops are some cops. Are, cops are terrible, but like, even that one made me go, really, guys? You really? You, it was oh, no, that, 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 no, that oh, happens yeah. down south. It, it that I happens. Mean, it happens exactly like that. That's. I mean, that was. I, I believe that happens, but I hated the way they shot that. Right. Well, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's, I it, that shit was shot. I was just, just like, it, it, first, this is dragged out. We know what happened, so it's not going to be a surprise. Like, I'm, yeah, I am glad they didn't show it. No, it, it I mean just, that's fine, but it's just it's just one of the things of like, uh, it just, and like it, but it, again, it doesn't want to earn. And then when it get to the, I'm just like, oh, I know how you guys are going to end it now, and mm-hmm. this like. It's unearned. I, and, and, I'm gonna go back and, and, to what and, and, you said before. Right. It's it's extremely right. unearned. And, 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 that's, and, that, and that's why that, I end up. And that's why I end up with. I'm sitting there going like, "Oh, you guys really thought you earned that. You really think you earned that ending there." And even if I think it's a good 
in a bottle ending, you didn't earn it. And I look back at the rest of the film and I'm like, how did we get here? Here's my thing. I saw that ending and went. Why isn't this leading into the third act? Right. Right. That's where I was with it. And I know why I know what the answer is. Franchise. And that pisses me off because it's like this this is this is when you break up breaking bad into two seasons. So I have to wait a whole break up one season into two seasons, and now that's the new thing. Ozark is well. It's also it's also it's also a device of it's also a device from the original movie. So it's not necessarily just franchise eyes. It's kind of for some reason after wholly abandoning some of the techniques that got the first movie to where it was at the end as a cohesive story, they started using some of the things that are highly recognizable as techniques from the original Candyman. I have a real problem saying that word still, y'all. Not gonna lie. in the third act, and and that's why it feels like you're at the start of something rather at the end of something. Um, you, uh, Chris, you've seen the original Candyman, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, Brendan, one of the things that you get is with the Virginia character that they talk about. Virginia Madison plays Helen in the 1992 horror. You, one of the things is you get is you get a real anchored narrative, even when narrator, even when she becomes unreliable, you always have an anchored narrator. So we get to the third act of this movie and it makes a bunch of assumptions mm-hmm. where like Chris says, you're going to fill in the blanks, but in the original movie, you don't have to make any of those assumptions. It's kind of like how they did things in the invisible woman with um, Elizabeth Moss's character, where she kind of got set up and you knew exactly how she got backed into a corner before she started making like really erratic changes and situations that got her all the way hemmed up. You didn't have to guess at any of that stuff because they showed you enough to make the logic hold, right? They don't show you any of those steps in this movie. And even when you're filling in the blanks, you're making such gross assumptions. There's no way the movie should be over when you get to the point to where they've got their exclamation point. That should be the the end of an opening paragraph. I get that, but sadly, sadly, People are I, not going to care. They're going, they're right. They're going off the cheap. They're going. They're, I don't want to call it. They're, they're they're using a cheap tactic by relying solely on like black trauma and experience, right? And That's us, because yeah, it's because the commentary is right there on the surface. You don't have to reach for it. And people are just going to feel that. Well, you and this is this is like this leads to like great talking points for poor speakers on clubhouse rooms. Like that's exactly what this audience is gonna. This is that the, that's gonna be their biggest audience here for follow up commentary, and that's why I'm kind of like I don't even want to be involved in those conversations because they're gonna ignore the fact that this story is incohesive. Like it, it's it's just all it's just erratic at points, well, literally flipping from one scene to the next. Well, and I think I knew that this movie was gonna be a mess in the very beginning when they show. They they kind of show the opening scene of this back of that backstory, and they like they just kind of sh- when they open that scene with that kid, and the way they cut from that scene, I was like, hmm, I don't I don't like what they just did, and this movie just started, and it continues to cut away from things like that. Like well, I, I like literally yeah. when, the, when the camera panned up into the sky, I thought to myself, so they're going to come back and show us all of that later. Right. But they didn't even do it 
in a they didn't even do it in an interesting way. It was very much this is what this this something happened. Something happened. Yeah, I, I I I get it. I don't want to tell people don't see this movie. I actually, for the most oh, part, I, I I say I, I think you should see the movie. It's it's and I and if you've seen the old movie, just just you know you're 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 foreign to a franchise. You know, you understand what happens with this franchise when new people pick it up. Yeah, I mean that this movie. Maybe that's where my disappointment sits. I actually felt like the movie was in the hands of people who could kind of um, pull things together and kind of bring it back up and make it modern in a way that people understand why this particular folklore and urban legend is a cult classic and it's the kind of cult classic that kind of hangs up to where like i told my mom i was watching this movie she's like you just said his name once don't say it no more and she hung up on me and it kind of lingers and it's it's kind of one of those things that kind of starts to fall down into like the the black oral history of things that hang on to us it's like but the movie is extremely preachy to me and 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 even though the Candyman wields uh, a crowbar at the end or a hook at the end of his hand, he's always delivered the message with a scalpel. And I think the reason why it's not resonating with me or it's hitting me in a weird place that does not necessarily make me feel satisfied is because this is all sledgehammer and I got shortchanged on the horror. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. And I, I went to I went to Rotten Tomatoes just to look at what the, the score is. And I see I see why Roe is is annoyed um, by by the score. I when I think that's too high. But um, I think the reason that it's too high is um, how do how do I term this? It's 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 it's, um, it's coming from two places. Why it's got such a high score, one being white critics who dare not speak ill of a story like this being told and to black people being happy to see a black horror film and black characters and a black story. That's super fucking black. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I am here to see what Nia DaCosta does. Every time I see her, I am more interested in how her mind works as a director, but this movie does have a filmmaker problem. I feel like you can see the writing room fighting on the screen. They call there's, this um, thrilling, and it, I, I got to be honest, at no point no. did I find this to be there, thrilling, and just, then they say terrifying, and the only thing terrifying about this film to me was the way they just wrapped it up. There's, well, there's, 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 three, there's too many stories. I, again, to me, the, I mean, and this is just factual, when you have a character, the, first of all, at some point, I think the film also forgets who his lead is. You know, because uh, yeah. at, at some point yeah. you're like, well, well, in, in a way, you're trying to say it's all about Yaya and, and Anthony, but I'm like, well, and then somewhere then the line, it's in Beyond, Brianna and Tiana's character. So it's like, who do you, and like, who do you want the lead to be? Like, who who is the lead in this film? And that's where I start also start feeling like that's where two stories and they mash them together where you have one story in which Tiana's the, the lead and the other story where Yaya's the lead and what they did was they basically cut them both in together and then try to go that way but what you get is an, an, a disjointed story and then in yeah. the end well, I will you get just say this everybody in this entire movie got out, out acted by Coleman Domingo well yes yeah, Domingo. right so. right and that's fine but like again is it, it, it? I mean, but like the the thing is, like that's the problem. And so when you get to the 
when you get to your third act, you're, I'm sorry, I'm kind of unsatisfied. But again, surface level is going to be fine. Just like them, surface level, people are going to be like, oh, no, yeah. I thought it was good and it's going to be fine. And it's going to get a great score, which is, in the end of the day, I'll take this over something like them. I'll take this over something where, again, maybe this film wasn't even shot in good quality or anything like that. Because I think this is a beautiful film. I like seeing films shot by black people because they actually have black people that, you know, you know, look good on screen. So there's there's a lot to like about this film. And I, I think we're gonna, people are going to hear us and go, oh, you guys hated it. You guys are down on it. I think it's just it's the disappointment, right? This film should have been better. This film is clearly like disjointed. Hmm? I feel like we caped a lot for that. Like, not Roe, but I feel like you and I went out of our way above and beyond, circle to circle, to cape for this film. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... Look, I think, I think, I mean, I think the problem... Yeah, again, I think... I'm, we just, I'm, but you can't... You, can't, you have to acknowledge did, the problem. You both did. You, you did. Ha- you, you, have to, you have to acknowledge the problem. You have to acknowledge that there's no way you watch this film and go, yeah, 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 no, 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 this is a perfect story and they did the right thing. No, there's, there's, there's no way you can do that. Like, you clearly can see, like Rose said, where the writing was fighting. You can clearly see where they had two different directions they were trying to go and they mashed them together. You clearly get to a rushed third act that, despite, if even if you go, yeah, that that I still feel good about how they got to that, what they did at the end, you can still go, yeah, but did they really earn it? And go, no, not really, right? So if you're going to be completely... I don't completely think I have to cake for a movie that I already know we're going to see. So maybe I started from a different point from when I was talking. It's also why I said I should not go first. But I, I, I know we're going to go see this movie. I want people to go see this movie. This movie is more of a mess than it is a horror and a thriller. So on my point, I came in, you told me I was getting an hour and 31 minute horror movie. You didn't give it to me. I'm not a, I'm not happy with that. I, you told me that this movie was supposed to be the spiritual sequel to the original Candyman, cutting out the mess, messiness that happened in the second and third movie. You didn't give me that. So I'm going to speak to those things. I don't I and maybe and and maybe that's just me. I wasn't clear. I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy this movie. I'm saying I still don't know how I feel about it. And I know I'm disappointed because this movie was so message driven. It made it difficult for me to just enjoy the movie because the movie never got its shit together the messages are clear i i, very it, clear. I think you're very i think you've been very clear about how you feel about this film though bro like this you're 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 not at all happy with what's going on here and i don't think you're gonna watch it later and be happy and be better off with it like this, this, I might be able to pinpoint exactly why my disappointment is hitting me so hard. I'm gonna watch it again because I like, don't very well why it's hit you hard. Like you've you've done a thorough job of explaining every point that this film just let Nas down. Okay, like you, you <laughs> haven't held back to that degree. I'm yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm with, I'm with Brandon on this. I don't know why you would need to watch it again. <laughs> To try to pinpoint not, why you're not feeling about it. I mean, if you're going to watch it again, I'm, just say you're going to watch it again. But, like, I don't know why you would need to watch I, it again to pinpoint why you're okay, feeling Okay, well, maybe I'll listen back to this review and, to, and myself will tell myself why I'm so upset. I don't know. I do know part of it is because... See this. I'm not telling people not to go see this. I'm not telling see people this to movie. go see it. I'm not going to tell them to go see it either. My thing is, if you're going to go see it, you're going to go see it. Point blank. Like, okay. it, I'm not going to. I love to give reviews and be like, you should check it out. You shouldn't check it out. When it comes to this one, there, there is just so much working in favor of this film that I refuse to be the detractor in the room. 
Oh, and it, the, the tractor in front of a stampede. Like, I'm just not going to do it. Niggas are rushing to go see this film. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't think that's what people listen to us for. So maybe I don't feel the need to pump that break. But I do also know that this is the kind of movie that brings out people who like a particular brand of horror. And I think it would be a disservice not to say if you came to the if you came to the Candyman by way of the Forbidden by Clive Barker. Um, in some ways, you're going to feel better served because that short story is about urban legends come to life more than it is a particular thing. So they did kind of give you more of the inspired by and a little bit more of the depiction of this idea and this ideology of urban legends coming to life in this modernization of Candyman that feeds better back in to Clive Barker and the Forbidden. But if you came to this movie thinking Clive Barker, the Forbidden inspired Candyman, the first movie, the cult classic, you need to be aware that this movie lacks a certain cohesion and therefore you're not going and, to get the kind of horror film that and, that that lead in or that tagline leads you to expect. And let me, and and let me just say real, real quick, almost no one that I see talk about this film or going to see this film and liking this film or is anything about, is in that category. I understand, but I straddle the film world and the book world and the other people who also listen to our show, because we're on it and because they both think both y'all are funny now, they still want to know. And I mean, it's it's Clyde Barker, so... No, I get that, but most people that I think are going to enjoy and see this film are not going to know who Clyde Barker is. I'm also glad that you start enjoy and see this film. They're enjoying this film before they've even seen it, bro. Look, I'm not okay, fine, but I don't always just speak to black folk. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but it's just I'm being real. I mean, and plus I got I mean, I have I got diehard friends who are straight up black. They're like, oh, they're making another version of Clive Barker's Candyman. Because that's how it gets talked about. And that's how it's talked about in my circle. So that is in my notes as something to bring up. Cause there are plenty of people outside of just the movie who are coming to this because it, you know, it's blackity black, everybody black. Let's do it. Some of them are like, oh, they're making a, they're redoing Clive Barker's Candyman. The same way they're saying, oh, they're redoing Clive Barker's Hellraiser. Um, and after the Night House, I'm definitely down to let Dave do his thing. But I'm still here to let Nina cook. I personally think I would like Nina to cook with less people in her kitchen. It, does that make sense? Uh like, like as a filmmaker, I love what she brought to this project. I love the energy. I love the voices. I feel like if it had been more Nina all the way through, not just visually, not just directionally, but in that script, I think it would have held better. I, I feel like the center might have held better. And that that's just what I mean. Yeah, there's there's, yeah, there's three people that's, on that's the screenplay. Actually, more yeah. No, no, there's three people. Yeah, because Jordan Wynn and Nia. Yeah, I think this is one of those films that you you just need a you need directed by you need one writer and if you can have your director and writing the film at the same time, because because it, it, yeah I I don't think you need three I don't think you need three writers on this and maybe that's what I didn't make clear I'm not trying to bash on this movie but I you can see there's too many cooks in this kitchen no it's and clear. I I mean it's, I think it's a writer yeah, honestly honestly we're gonna be real here it's a writer per act. It's a writer per act. Mm-hmm. And, and and while I know it probably didn't go down that way, it kind of does feel like you had a different writing team every time for you had a different act. Could you cut over and you're mm-hmm. like, huh, why does this yeah. act feel like it's written by somebody different? Hey, why does this act feel like it's written by somebody different? And we just said, honestly, it's a writer per act. The morning and- crew 
Kuhn and Night Crew, bro. There was yeah, a shit change. And, 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 listen, and, and listen, I've you can I, I know we're gonna get people go, oh y'all hating stuff like that. Listen, no, <laughs> no, go in and watch the film. Be honest with yourself. Doesn't matter if you enjoyed it or not. I don't care. You can tell that there clearly were some 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 it wasn't a it wasn't a cohesive writing. You can you can just tell. It's it is that if there's and again, we're not telling people not to go watch the film. Not pe- saying these people it, it's bad, but you can clearly Mm-mm. tell. All right, what would you guys give this out of ten? Um, I'm gonna give this clearly. I'm gonna give this six. Clearly, couldn't get Jonathan Majors to play Anthony's out of ten. I hate you so much. That whole character. It was clearly written for Jonathan Majors from the style to his demeanor I to disagree. the way that motherfucker held a camera and snuck I'm into gonna, the I, I, But I'm not going to lie. You know, you know, he really did probably need to stay out of the gym and pick up the brushes more because I'm just saying, my, my dude, if maybe if you, you know, painted more than you hit the gym, then maybe you wouldn't be here. So listen, I'm, gonna I'm not going to give neither one of y'all that. Y'all leave. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, no, I'm saying, hey, my man, my man worked out. My man's, my man's working out. I'm saying he's, he's mm-hmm. eye candy. It's great. That's, that's my, my man, but you ain't listening to like that just picking up brushes, man, my dude. So, I mean, no. and that's a joke in the film. A, a character in the film <laughs> makes that joke about like, maybe you put the, stay out of the gym and pick up the brushes because I'm like, my dude, my dude, maybe you should have done that because you clearly was was in the gym more than you was in them in 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 them in them paintbrushes. Because yeah. it's, so it's very obvious that they already had wardrobe in place for Jonathan Majors because none of the pants <laughs> that y'all was in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so yo, they were, they were like, they were like, yeah, two, two, two sides. His two small ass ball. took up some no, of the legs. No, you're right, you're right, you know, you're, you're right, you're right. They, they, yeah, but they still two sizes too small. So I was just, I hey, don't I'm care. Just, hey, no, that's no, fine, it's fine. But nice I mean, my man can't. Hey, but the man can't be comfortable. Like he can't. Like you sit nice. down. But and, I'm yeah, happy. So hey, his fine. discomfort yeah, was fine. forced in that's service fine. of me. That's fine. I'm just saying, my man couldn't be comfortable in sizes too small. Clothes, I mean, Tara anyway. Paris looked amazing in every single frame of this movie. Right, but her so. clothes also fit, so there's that. Yeah, her so. clothes fit her gloriously, clothes, and yeah, her clothes also. Yeah, her clothes are also the proper size, so there's that. Bro, what did you give this one out of ten? Uh, I think I gave this movie a six and a half. Okay. All right. I gave it a better score than me. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I give it a seven. Like it, it's a seven. Like I said, it's it's to me, it's the baseline. Like go see the film, go enjoy it, celebrate it, things like that. Yeah. But to me, this is just one of those ones. It's an, and again, you guys know me and Ro when it comes to these kind of when it comes to horror films. We're going to notoriously be hard, especially when there's a horror film that we know that could be better. And yeah, when you're messing with my baby, well, I, yeah, but like I, I feel like even if it wasn't that, right? Even if this, like, yeah. I can I can yeah. even look at this film even if I take out the Laura Candyman's look at it on its face value as his own film, right? Even then, it makes a carnal sin that we absolutely mm-hmm. fucking hate horror films doing. And honestly, if it wasn't shot like it was shot, this film would probably be a five for me. Honestly. But it's a seven no. because... No, 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 seriously. And, and the reason why I say this is because, listen, you can't go and just tell the lore mm-hmm. with shadow puppets. You can't come in and drop these things that could be really interesting pieces in the story and like you said misuse Vanessa Williams not go into more details about Brianna's father like and tie all these things together so that your third act really hits home 
And the film just doesn't do it. It uses them as just, here's a little prop piece. We're going to kind of do this and we're going to tell the most interesting pieces of the story through little shadow puppets instead of actually showing them on screen and doing them, doing the work. It's like, I, I get it. It's a, it's a creative choice. And it's fine. But like, it I leaves so much on the table. Not to take anything away from Kate's work, because I mean, that those scenes, they're beautifully done. What? Which scenes? Mm-hmm. Kate's work, the uh, the artist who did the the, the puppetry, the yeah. shadow boxes and all yeah, that. No, yeah, no, I mean, and I'm not, not saying I'm not saying not to use them, but like there would have been, it would have been nice. It's you, they're they're there, and then the rest of the movie doesn't support them. Like it's like it's they're doing. You're asking so much of shadow puppets, like so much for in a film that like. That's just a lot for Shadow Puppets to carry. I, it just was, yeah. And it doesn't, and especially like you said, when you're doing something that uh, then also wants to tie into the 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 existing franchise, you you have some opportunities there. And then when it gets time to actually tell some of the stories, like for instance, um, I'm trying to think back to, I think when they sit in there with Vanessa Woman at one point, did they cut to Shadow Puppets at one point? Mm. They cut back to refit to reverse things, mm-hmm. right? And I, it's just like I feel like it. I, I don't know. I it just it it just didn't work for me. It didn't need it. Right. It didn't need it, but it's because they cut out having Vanessa or having his mother, Anna Marie McCoy. That's who Vanessa Williams plays. Having her integrated. Fully into the story in the first act, right? And it's just, it's just, yeah. it just, it, it, and that's the problem. It's like, so yeah, if it wasn't for it shot being shot well, no, this would this, this because because I would then have to go back and go and look at all the other horror films that make these mistakes that literally piss us off. I mean, we are we are very consistent when it comes to this. When a film does this, we do not like it. We do not like when it does not pay itself off or when you start doing these things and you just treat them like oh we didn't really need to go that way no you, you absolutely did you absolutely need to 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 to, to do this and, and it just doesn't so yeah but my half my my the half a point higher than you would be is strictly for the creepy reinterpretation of the sammy davis jr song the candy man can yeah because that that that's a half a point right there that like i i I thought it was very interesting the way it got woven. And no, soundtrack is better than the movie for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think how you have this cast and not let them just all go off. I think that's the part that makes me a little sad. But I don't think they intended the originally to have Jonathan Majors, although, you know, no, I'd like to see the that. Wardrobe, I feel like the evidence is all there on screen, yeah, but if you want to ignore it, it's fine. fine. I don't think his booty would have, I think his booty would have taken up just as much room in them pants. Wardrobe would have, wardrobe stays otherwise. Not as tall as him at all. Right, bro. right. I mean, I mean, there, I mean, I understand, understand, understand the fashion, I understand the fashion has high waters at this time. These pants would basically, these pants would be like two inches below his knee. So I'm just there. I mean, I managed to make it all the way to the end of this without being thirsty. Who who sees Yaya in that in that that knit cap? The whole film. No, that, 
Yeah, Jonathan let him borrow the hat. That is one of Jonathan's favorite hats. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. Like, come again, on. again, if they had if they had done a better service and oriented him in Chicago more, maybe some of his word joy chases would have made sense. But yeah. you know, it's whatever. All right, folks. But, uh, um we're gonna wrap this up. Uh yeah. You guys, you guys are gonna go see it. Um don't don't have up about the film. I don't care. I'm not gonna argue this with people. So um I'm, 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 yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. So you guys go enjoy it and that's fine. All the best for everybody who made it. I, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. I'm proud of us. We didn't spoil anything it's, it's in this fine. movie. It's fine. It's fine. So, all right, folks. Uh, thank you guys, uh, very much for listening. We got plenty more coming on a movie trailer reviews. So stay tuned. Ro and I are covering, uh, the Toronto Film Festival in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. We got a couple other films that we, um, we're getting screeners too, so just stay stay tuned for that. So, again, oh, and then you can also hear us on Friday when we do uh, the next episode of What If. So, again, folk, if you're premium. So, again, folks, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>